0: Greetings and welcome. This is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And you, it is your show. We're getting underway here on a Tuesday on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher, along with... Debbie Giorgiani, and we have the show team with us today who always do such a great job. Our producer is Ace McKay. Call screening today is Matt Gabensky. Michael McCall is monitoring the chats and comments on YouTube and Facebook. For those of you watching the video stream, hello to all of you. And uh, Debbie, we are getting underway here with the topic we have covered before. It's a... It's a deep topic, a powerful one, and yes. it's been an impactful show in the past, and I think it will be again today.
1: I agree with you, Jerry, but it's, it's a necessary conversation because so many people have, been, have gone through it, or um, it, it maybe it's, it, it, you know about somebody who has had a miscarriage, but um, suffering a loss at any and all stages of life is very, very uh, painful. And we know that because we've heard the stories. Um, I have not um, suffered a miscarriage, um, but I have friends who have. I have relatives who have suffered multiple miscarriages. Um, and it's, it's rough. And how do you handle it? Is the, is the support there for you in your parish community, in your, in your neighborhood, in your family? Sometimes family members don't even understand it. But if you have gone through a miscarriage... And you are able to talk about it without it uh, kind of triggering you to go into a deep, sad space. We don't want to do that, but it's important during Lent, that we discuss these serious topics so that we can be there for one another to show those charitable acts, those acts of mercy to each other, especially during Lent. And I shared with with Jerry and, and Ace right before the show, I just find it so interesting how, you know, a typical gestation period is 40 weeks. Isn't it interesting? And 40 days in the desert, 40 days for Lent, 40, 40, 40, all in the Bible. It's very interesting how that is such a development um, uh, number. Right. And, Mm. but miscarriage is a part of life. It does happen in, in, in families and it happens with women actually quite often, Jerry, and so let's talk about it. Here's the number. If you feel comfortable. Now, we're a safe platform. You can you, We like to address by first names, right, Jer? But, but if you don't feel comfortable with that, maybe use a name that you always wish you had, or your mom called you that name instead of the name that she called you, or your confirmation name. But call in, please. We're a family. 833-288-3986.
0: I don't know what the percentage of women, mothers uh, who um, uh, experience a miscarriage, but it's, uh, it's, it has to be pretty high, simply because I know so many people who have experienced that, uh, including uh, you know, one of my sisters-in-law, um, uh, a couple of miscarriages uh, among their—they uh, have eight living children, thanks be to mm-hmm. God. But it is, as Debbie said, it's a, it's, it's a painful thing to go through. Um, it, can, it can bring a couple, a husband and a wife, closer together. Um, it, could, it could go the opposite direction. Um, things can happen. So we would love to know, again, because there are, there are people, we say this all the time on this show, Take Two Family, what you share, especially your lived experiences, are going to help other people. Maybe you have navigated the waters of miscarriage uh, and, and you would like to just, if you're able to share just uh, briefly about your story about maybe healing or you know naming the child or maybe how you uh, explain that to your other children when something like that happened, there are people who are going through this and have gone through this very recently, I can assure you, who will benefit by the wisdom and the insights and again, the lived experience that you share. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind when you call this program, you are doing other people a beautiful beautiful favor and giving them a great gift so mm-hmm. if the holy spirit moves you to share your experience it's 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986
1: most miscarriages happen in the first trimester so um that is that's also you were talking about some of the stats on this jerry and i'm looking at it right now One, it says up to one in four known pregnancies may end in miscarriage mm-hmm. And then it says, um, uh, tr- uh, try to remember that most people will only have one miscarriage. About one in a hundred women experience recurrent miscarriages, three or more in a row. Like I said, I have a, a very dear family member who had six miscarriages, and um, so it's. And then it says for women. Who know they're pregnant, about 10 to 20 in 100 pregnancies end in miscarriages. Okay, yeah, so it's right there. So one in four around that. So it is there, it's real, um, it can happen. Uh, real quick, we, the phones are, are lighting up. That means you're willing and able to talk about your miscarriage or somebody in your family. Maybe your wife had a miscarriage and you didn't, you didn't know how to respond to it. You didn't know that, you know, there's also some emotional effects that happen afterwards that a lot of spouses don't know how to deal with. And so if you want to talk about that please call in 833-288-3986 that is the number to call um uh, so many uh, Jerry um talk about their their miscarried babies and they'll say they've we've got little intercessors in heaven. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I and I I know my brother has all um and his wife have all of their um, babies named and I think probably um, I'm sure Anita does as well. Mm-hmm.
0: They yeah. do, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that's one of the beautiful things that you can do. And, you know, if you've had a miscarriage, you know, it would be interesting to hear the language that you use when you tell people mm-hmm. about how many kids you have because mm-hmm. um, a lot of, a lot of uh, parents will say, well, we have, we have five kids. Well, actually, we have six. You know, one is in heaven. Right. And it's a beautiful thing to reference, you know, the one that you may have lost in a miscarriage. So, um, you know, how comfortable are you, you know, sharing that with, with people who ask you about it? And maybe you've had the opportunity to be right there at the side you know, in life of someone who has experienced a miscarriage and you had gone through it already and maybe you were able to give some consolation, maybe just help them kind of understand, you know, the waves of emotions that are going to be coming and things Mm -hmm. like that. So Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of phone lines are still open here. There are definitely some calls being screened right now, but you will get right in when you call 833 288-3986. 288-3986.
1: So you know, I had uh, the first time cancer in nineteen ninety four, and a year to the date after cancer treatment, um, we found out I was pregnant uh, with little Matthew. That's why I called him Matthew because it's miracle Matt. I always used to joke about that, but it, he really was a miracle. And the doctor said to me, "You know, it's so close to after the cancer treatment. Um, you know, you probably." He he said he he just he knew I was Catholic, but he said. Um, you know, it's okay, we can just abort the baby if something's wrong. And I said, no, no, doctor, no, we can't do that. <laughs> no, and we're not doing that. And I and I was a runner at the time. I was running uh, half marathons, and I was in really, really tip-top shape for my age. And, uh, I was running one day pregnant and all of a sudden I could feel something was going to happen. And I thought, okay, Lord, you know, it'll be what it'll be. You know, at least we got to conceive this baby, Mm. but he was born and he's 26 years old. So there you go. God, there's miracles all around miscarriages today. That's what we're talking about. Please join the conversation. 833-288-3986.
0: show it's take two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN radio here is that phone number again if you feel the Holy Spirit may be nudging you to share your experience with having a miscarriage in your in your marriage um, or maybe as a single mom for that matter 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986 we love doing this show every day But we especially, I think, love to do topics that are really going to help people on a very deep, deep level. And this is your opportunity to do that for your fellow Take-Two family members. So please, if if this has impacted your life miscarriage and you feel comfortable enough sharing some of the details about that, don't have to go into all of them, but Uh, do offer uh, your thoughts and your lived experience at 833-288-3986. We will go to your calls in a moment. I want to tell you about a a new book, and it's called New Scientific Evidence for the Existence of God, and it's by Jose Carlos González Hurtado. This is the book that you need to challenge atheists and agnostics to defend their ideologies logically and rationally and to fortify your own beliefs You'll find empirical evidence for theism in a way that you can easily understand, and it explains how uh, atheism twists reality to justify its view by, quote, selective skepticism, end quote. It's New Scientific Evidence for the Existence of God by Jose Carlos gonzalez Hurtado, available now at EWTNRC.com, where we encourage you to buy Catholic. All right, shop EWTNRC.com.
1: Just a couple things um, real quickly before we get to the phones, Jerry. um, And please, if you suffered a miscarriage, if your wife suffered a miscarriage, if your daughter uh, suffered a miscarriage, your granddaughter, you know somebody, a neighbor, friend, sister, please, if you can talk about it, if you're able to, if they would allow you to, please call in 833 288 3986 cuz what you have to say today can really help another soul who may have just gone through a miscarriage that is the way the good lord is working through the catholic radio airwaves so please it's god's megaphone here so you we're using the airwaves the best we can to help each other as the mystical body of christ and Jerry if I may just say this for a moment because friday i leave for alexandria louisiana for the fullness of truth conference on real presence and the science of sainthood and uh, um, uh, Ken Zamet, the the head of uh, Fullness of Truth, just uh, texted me and let me know that there's 500 plus in attendance. So that is huge. I'm I'm so excited. There's a whole lineup of speakers. Great, going to be great music. A youth track. And Jerry, I get to talk about Blessed Carlo Acutis. Wow, Look at you. I know. I'm so excited. So I'm, I'm just thrilled that 500 folks are going to be experiencing it. So if you if you can get uh, to Alexandria, Louisiana quickly, register. Uh, just go to fullnessoftruth.org.
0: Okay. Again, miscarriage. Our topic today, 833-288-3986. Share your experience if you are able and, and feel comfortable doing so. You're going to be helping other people, like we say. And we'll go first to Annie, who is in Minnesota, listening on Real Presence Radio today. Hello, Annie. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Good morning.
2: I'm going to try to not break down, but normally when I tell this story, I cry. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's okay. It's Mm -hmm. okay. So my daughter had called. She was pregnant, and she was very excited about this pregnancy, of course. And she miscarried that child. Well, the doctors were very blase about it they said oh it's just matter don't worry about it she said no that's not the way I look at it and she and her husband tried to conceive several times after and were not having any success she went to a fertility specialist and this fertility specialist told her she would never have children that it just wasn't going to work for her and she called and she told me that I was on vacation and I said that's his opinion and she said Mom, he's a specialist. I said, I don't care. Still an opinion. God's in charge. He's not. And I I found a bracelet that day that said, pray, believe, and expect miracles. I bought that bracelet. And when I came home from vacation, I showed my daughter. And she said, yeah, what's this? And I said, "Uh, it's going on my arm. It's not coming off until I have a grandchild. And she went, Mom. And I said, never mind. Well... Up. a few months later, she called me and she said, Mom, I think I'm pregnant. I'm going to have mm-hmm. it confirmed. And I was very excited for her. She, in the meanwhile, had done her own research, had gone to all natural things. She can't use anything off a store shelf. She went to the doctor, and they reviewed her history, and he said, well, she said, we're going to have to run three tests, and if any of these come back positive, we're going to have to terminate this pregnancy. <laughs> and she said, you can't terminate my pregnancy. This is my child. And he said, this child will probably have a lot of issues. And she said, I don't care. Still my child. And she called me in tears. And she said, what do I do? I said, number one, don't go back to that doctor. I said, I'll see you when I get off work. We'll talk about it. Well, she's driving home and she sees our Catholic priest walking down the street. He pulls over, runs into his arms in tears and tells him what's going on. And immediately, directed her to a Catholic doctor. And he said, work with her. She will help you through this. She went and saw her immediately, found out that she does have a condition that if she doesn't get a particular injection, she will miscarry the child. At that time, she also found out she had had a second miscarriage she didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. She now has three beautiful children by the grace of God. And that, wow. those are my miracle babies.
1: Wow. They sure are. Wow. Do you still have the bracelet on, Annie? I do not. I took it off when my first
2: grandchild was born because I said mm-hmm. I told her. I said I told you I'd wear it till I had my first grandchild.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have the bracelet. But don't worry. I still pray. I still believe. And I still expect and receive miracles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, if Annie is, and I'm assuming Annie is your your birth name is your is your real name calling in because we we had told everybody they could use a confirmation name, but if indeed Annie is is part of your name, it's so it's so uh, appropriate um, for Saint Anne. You you're you're just that uh, amazing grandmother that just knows the wisdom that you put forth, your Catholic Christian wisdom that you put forth to your family and the in such a strong a uh, bold way, and then you. Your daughter, and obviously having such a, a good relationship with you, um, felt that trust. Wow, I, I could feel the Holy Spirit the whole time you were talking. What, did, what do you think, Jer?
0: No, I just think it's beautiful, Annie, what you shared. And again, as we were we were saying, you know, encouraging you and the others to call in. Your lived experiences, you know, there are people right now probably who just in within the last days, maybe hours, Annie have been told the same thing. Your daughter was told, you know, that they would n- never conceive, or if they conceive, they might have to, you know, terminate or what what have you. And so you've you've just given hope. I have mm-hmm. no doubt to a lot of of women, a lot of uh, expectant mothers, and. You just look at how God put all of these pieces together with your, with your daughter seeing that priest and him referring her to a Catholic doctor. And so mm-hmm. it's just an amazing, beautiful story. Any, anything else, Annie, before we let you go?
2: I, I do need to tell you, this child that they told her that she was probably going to need to terminate is a very intelligent child, very way ahead of his class in everything. He, he excels in everything. Mm-hmm. He has the faith. His name is Noah, and he has the faith of Noah.
0: Mm. Her third
2: child, they also told her she should probably terminate because she was going to have a lot of issues. Mm
0: -hmm. And again,
2: she didn't. She said, nope, I have faith. God will give me what's right for me. And she has the third child also has no issues. Mm. Praise God. So anybody who's hearing that and being told, your child is going to have these terrible impediments, Mm -hmm. have faith.
1: Right right. And accept and accept God's will, whatever that is. I mean, when we lean into God, Annie, that's when miracles can happen. Look how you leaned onto God and the miracles happened. You did share Noah's first name. Do you feel comfortable sharing the other two because they're just are they all biblical names? Emma and Cecilia. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now now you have to just if you feel comfortable, your daughter's first name because I put you all in the book. Jennifer oh i love it jennifer i love it wow what a great story you did so good too i i could tell you were choking back the tears and you were holding it back but you you are just the most beautiful mother and grandmother i i it sounds like they really appreciate you
2: well we do have a very close relationship Mm -hmm. but i have to because i always look that they are my gift Mm -hmm. and i need to treasure those
1: gifts Yeah, yeah absolutely
0: And those kids are, I'm sure, surrounded by so much love. And like you said, strong in the faith and everything. Annie, thank you. God bless you. Have Mm -hmm. a beautiful day. Great start to our conversation here about miscarriage. That was a happy ending there. Um, Some are a little bit more challenging than that, but we are asking you if you have uh, been through the experience of a miscarriage in your life, Um, feel free to call in and share that experience at 833-288-3986.
1: I just want to say real quickly, Annie made the comment that the doctors that her daughter was first uh, seeing, they and she used the word blasé that is actually a very good word to use that's exactly what i experienced with the doctors that i encountered there was this blasé attitude like oh no big deal and you're like mm. no it is a big deal and it's and it's and so you have to get to the right medical profession professionals that understand your faith journey, your faith life and your relationship with God, it's very important because it all works together. And I think I think that was proven in in Annie and, and Jennifer's uh, case. Okay, uh, Marissa is up next in central Massachusetts on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Marissa.
3: Um, so I, I called in because I, I did have a miscarriage 14 years ago. Um, I think I do want to touch on what you were just saying, because I agree wholeheartedly about your medical care Um it, it was comforting when I had my miscarriage to find out how, how common it was. Unfortunately, it's very common, and I didn't know that at the time. Um, but I had a medical team behind me that were my biggest cheerleaders and just reaffirming me that I was going to be okay and that I, you know, I could go on to try to have other children, and that was really important for me getting through that hard time. Um Another thing I was saying, you know, everybody's story is, is so different. And with mine, I had an overlap, which, thank goodness for me, um, my, I had conceived my daughter, and I was pregnant with her at the time that I was supposed to have this other baby, um, and that was a saving grace for me. But having a, a support system, it, not just, you know, your medical team behind you, but your family, your friends, your spouse. Um, all so important, really, and um, another part for me was every year at that time, it was a week before Thanksgiving when I had mine, and whether I realized it right away or not, every single year the sadness would come over me at that time, and, and I would finally realize that, you know, that was the time of year that I had that miscarriage, and it was very difficult, but I do believe in the power of prayer. I went on to have my daughter, my second child, and, um, you know, it's all is good, but, but it's a hard thing to go through for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, real real quick, I just thought of this, Uh, Jerry was going to speak, but real quickly, what, what is, what is the best thing to say when we hear of, of a miscarriage happening, or if somebody is willing to disclose it, can you give us any kind of uh, proper words or phrases or sentiments that we can share to give, to just to show comfort, empathy, and hope Really good
3: question. I don't know how specific I can get off the top of my head, but um as the other caller touched on, I think it's very important to not be dismissive. Um although I said that it's a common thing, that doesn't mean that when it happens to somebody, it's not it's a horrible thing to go through because it is. Um and I think that just you know, it is hard it, just like somebody who's who's sick, you don't know the right thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want mm-hmm. to promise them that they're going to be okay because you can't promise anything. Um, but just just being there and letting somebody know, you know, if you want to talk about it, I would love to be here for you to listen.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But
3: just like with anything else, just just holding somebody and and letting them. Come to you and say what they need to say. You don't necessarily have to say anything. Just just make them know that you're there for them and hold them and encourage them. Um, mm-hmm. That's really all I can come up with.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question. Question. I have another question. I'm sorry, Jerry. It's it's uh, I'm thinking back on all the times when I was when I was uh, pregnant. And uh, it makes me think of all these things. Marissa, do you think these are good topics that we explore together? I know they're very heavy for people, but I, I just think I Jerry and I can feel it. We just feel that it's it's a good use of airtime. Do you do you think so? Absolutely. I couldn't you know, I
3: was saying, I'll be honest, I stumbled upon the radio station as I was driving and I heard the word miscarriage and it grabbed my attention and I thought it was so important. I couldn't dial fast enough to to get into the call. Um, I think it's wonderful that you're talking about it. And so many women who have experienced and will experience this need to know that, you know, there, there is support out there. Um, It, it is okay I guess ultimately, you know, um, you are going to get through it. It's like any other loss. It never goes away completely. It does get easier over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's very important to be talking about this. I think it's great that you are.
0: Mm, thank you. Thanks, Marissa, so much and for sharing your experience there. And I think, for me, the nugget that she said was, mm-hmm. you know, let the, other, let the person, let the mother, let the, the couple, the, the parents... Or parent, kind of lead the interaction. You know, don't mm-hmm. like she said, don't make promise. Oh, you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. No, like she just said, just hold somebody and listen. You know, just be there for a, a listening ear. Say if you, you just share anything you want to share. Don't share anything you don't want to share. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a very beautiful uh, approach to that. So thank you, uh, Marissa, again for that call. And I'm so glad that she had the beautiful support system that she had and also a very supportive medical team as well. Um, 833-288-3986. Barbara is going to be up next. We have Joan and Carol and Kathy. Love to hear from a father who has uh, experienced, yes. you and your wife experienced. Let's hear from a, a father's perspective mm-hmm. if there's a...
1: Or granddad.
0: Yeah, or granddad. If there's uh, any any men out there who want to sh- weigh in on this conversation, Eight 833- Three, two, eight, eight, three, nine, eight, six. It's your show. Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you, and we're gonna come right back.
1: We're talking about miscarriages today. Suffering the loss of a miscarriage. If you have something to say about this. Please, now is the time to call in. There is one open phone line. If you feel prompted by the Spirit, please pick up that last line, 833 288 3986. And we have new listeners each and every time we broadcast so you don't have to be Catholic to call in. We're a safe platform, very welcoming, friendly platform to share your lived experience. Before we go back to the phones, Jerry, we just want to do a big shout out and congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family. Aquinas Communications 98.3 FM in Dubuque, Iowa is celebrating eight years with us this week. Congratulations to Tom Oglesby and his team at KCRD-FM from your friends at EWTN and and Adam and I, Adam Bly and, and I, we ha- we co-host the show The Spirit World. We're going to be in Dubuque, Iowa March 2nd for their big event. So if you're in the area, you can drive in and I just heard from Tom Oglesby yesterday that people are actually driving in from Nebraska and Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Illinois. They're coming into uh, Dubuque, Iowa. So check it out, folks. All you have to do is to go to KCRD-FM
0: beautiful all right back to your calls impactful program underway here barbara is next in pennsylvania listening on holy spirit radio barbara thanks for holding and welcome
5: hi um thank you um i i have to be quick because i have to get back to work so um i i wanted to share that my sister um had two miscarriages um when she was in her 20s and um she did go on to have two daughters um Later on, and um, my sister died in 2019, and um, it just, in the midst of a lot of grief, a couple days after she passed away, God reminded me that my sister was being reunited with her children,
2: Mm -hmm.
5: and it was just, it brought me such joy um, to to know that um, and to realize it, and you know all. Credit to the Holy Spirit for bringing that to my attention, and mm-hmm. so. And and since 2019, my sister, um, her husband also passed away. Aww. So um, they're both reunited with their children.
0: Mm. Well, Barbara, you're bringing up one of the key uh ingredients to this whole conversation that is faith you know our faith in god in you know that there is life eternal after this life and and, you know that god cares for every soul that he creates that is it's such a beautiful you know amidst all like you said amidst the grief and and we're so sorry that you know your sister and both she and her husband have passed away but like Mm -hmm. you said you know, there is that uh, that uh, glorious reunion that we can all look forward to. Mm-hmm. And so, Debbie, I think, you know, that faith element, I, I, you know, this has got to be hard enough to go through mm-hmm. without having that mm-hmm. faith component. But I'm sure that right. is uh, some, at least some consolation. It must It must be. A-
1: absolutely. And, Barbara, I know you have to go back to work. So real quickly, I just wanted to share. Father Cedric Pizania. he's on EWTN television. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a little frog. Um and he had two near-death experiences back-to-back. And he said that in this near-death experience, we get a whole, a, f- a whole family is waiting for us in heaven, a new family and family that we recognize, a whole family. And so it, it just goes in line with what you're saying. And um, so if you ever check him out on EWTN television, Father Cedric Pazania, But you know, Barbara, that has to put some a real deep comfort in, in, in your heart about your sister and your brother-in-law that they're with their children.
5: Absolutely.
1: Thank you. God bless yeah. you. Have a beautiful rest of your day at work. Yeah, amen. I love that everybody takes off of work to listen to Take Two. I hope nobody mm-hmm. get. We should do a show. Did anybody ever get in trouble for listening to Take Two at work?
0: <laughs> the Lunch Bunch, yeah. The Lunch Bunch, that. yeah. I want to mention too, uh, and you'll appreciate this, Debbie. I know a resource that we like to uh, mention on this show a lot, and that's the Saint Paul the Sixth Institute in Nebraska, folks. It's uh, home of the Creighton Model Fertility Care System and Napro Technology and and more. The uh, Saint I was going to say Pope Paul the Sixth because the website is Pope Paul P A U L V I for Sixth Pope Paul the Sixth dot com. And they have these wonderful cutting edge, and they're no longer cutting edge. They've been around this, you know, for a long time. The Saint Paul the Sixth Institute has been utilizing to help a lot of um, couples that think they were infertile to uh, to get pregnant, and to also save a lot of babies as well. So. Please just make a note of that. Anyone who has an interest in, or maybe a need in that area, Mm -hmm. PopePaulVI.com is the website.
1: We like to provide those resources for everyone because people go, where do we go to next or where do we point people? And that's why we try to give trusted sources like Jerry just did. So that was great. Joan in Virginia on the EWTN app has been waiting so patiently. Hi, Joan. Welcome to the show.
6: Hi. Thank you. I love your show, and it's such a blessing in many ways.
1: Thank you. Um, we love you I wanted, too, Joan. Thank you. I wanted to share that um,
6: thirty-six and thirty-five years ago, I had uh, I had two miscarriages. Um, you know, at that time, there was nothing there was nothing really available to help um, grieve or memorialize those children. Um, but many years later, I became involved in helping with the Rachel Vineyard retreats for abortion healing, and. Through that retreat, I was able to memorialize those two children that I lost. Um, it was such a blessing because I named them. I brought them into my life actively and, um, uh, and, and in my family's life as well. Um, and more recently, uh, my older daughter and her son uh, miscarried a child in um, November. Um, the beautiful thing is that um, the funeral home uh, close to where they live has a monthly memorial service and burial for miscarried children. Um, And so we were able to actually go there um, and with many other families and uh, memorialize the children, my grandchild and their, their daughter um, and who who had been lost and, uh, and, and then witnessed their burial. So now they have a place to go and grieve. I mean, it's just, it's very, very different now. And it's just very beautiful. Um, And the last thing I wanted to share is, through Rachel's Vineyard, uh, I discovered a book called A Path to Hope by Father John Dillon, and it is about abortion healing, but in the back of that book, um, there is a a memorial service for miscarried um, children. Um, It's a beautiful service. It could be done by a minister or a priest or a deacon. Um, but just another way for grieving families to help memorialize the children that they've lost. And I just I wanted to share that resource.
0: Wow, fantastic, Joan. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, what you've, what you've described is, you know, we're putting a face on these babies. These are human beings. These are human beings, persons created by God, and they have the same dignity that we all do. And your call and your explanation of all of this is kind of like the antithesis of what has been described here of, of some, not all, obviously not all, but some doctors who take what was described as that blasé approach, like it's just, you know, a blob of matter or a blob of tissue or something like that. This really, you know, puts the lie to that. And I think it's just absolutely beautiful the way yeah. you brought them into your life and your family, mm-hmm. and they have these memorial services. So
1: Absolutely. And I'm just so glad you brought up Rachel's Vineyard. I couldn't agree mm-hmm. more with you, Joan, in the books and the resources. I uh, To memorialize these children is the important and, and best thing to do, and it's the most respectful thing. I agree uh, with what you and Jerry were saying. One thing I just wanted to, to share, I remember years ago, and it's and really, it's, it's, it's not the fault of, of the priests or at the parish level. I just don't think they were trained in having these kinds of services way back when. I remember twenty-five years ago when my my girlfriend called me, and she said to me, um, "I just I, th- I suffered a miscarriage. You know what can I do? I want to I want to have some kind of service. I want to I want to talk to a priest." And she went to her priest, and her priest said, "You know we don't really like do anything like that." She, he kind of comforted her, but really he didn't. And I remember calling a priest friend of mine and I said, please, can you talk with my friend? And and he did. And he went through this whole kind of emotional process for her to to remember her child. And it helped her so greatly, so much so. Joan that she went on to have another child and that child is in the seminary right now yeah. uh, being trained to be a to be a priest and see and I think that is that is so amazing how God works puts all the puzzle pieces together cuz you got to think about it maybe if she was left with such a bad taste in her mouth on how it was handled she might not have uh, gone on to have more children. Who knows? And, and so the whole thing, you know, God, God, I think, blesses that beautiful cooperation when we show that kind of ultimate respect for each other. What do you say, Joan? Final comments.
2: Oh, I, I totally
6: agree. And I um, I know, you know, it's so important to um, to name these children, to name our children, because they are interceding for us in heaven. They are with us. Um, I have a, a candle that I use every time we have a family celebration that I light uh, in, in memory of them and, and invite them in to our celebrations because they're alive mm-hmm. and they're a part of us and they're a part of our families. Um, so much so that my, my older daughter and son-in-law named their their little girl after my daughter um, that I lost 35 years ago. So, I mean, it's Aww. a beautiful thing to carry this on into the family.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, they may not spend a lot of time on this planet or in this world, but their impact is, is far-reaching and goes on uh, potentially for generations to come. So, Joan, thanks for being part of this beautiful conversation today. We appreciate that so much. Um, 833-288-3986. Miscarriage is our topic today. We're going to get to, uh, hopefully, uh, all of you who are on the line here, as many of you as we can. We're going to go to Erie, Michigan next. Carol listening on Holy Family Radio. Hello, Carol. Hello.
7: Thank welcome. you for taking my call, Debbie You're and Sherry. Um, I, I suffered three miscarriages um, and this was quite a while ago. Um, we, we have two, we had two before, um, not two many miscarriages, two healthy children um, before I started with the miscarriages. And um, it was, back then it was it was in the late eighties um that really didn't it again blase you know, and with every consecutive miscarriage I had within within two years, um the doctor seemed like he was angry with me he was like you know how don't just don't do it anymore, don't have any more children you've you know suffered enough well. You know, born and raised Catholic, and my husband as well. Um, we did as well as we could, you know, with the rhythm um, system, the theory. And lo and behold, we, we got pregnant again. And this was in 97, so it was quite, quite some time. We, we did pretty good. Um, and right away I went to the doctor, and he said, well, you have two choices. You can go back to work and get this over with quickly, or you can go to bed and, you know, prolong this. It's it's gonna happen. And I went to bed and and prayed and prayed like crazy. Um, Jesus was was very near and dear to me at that time. He still is, but and you know, always will be. But I just really felt um, his presence and his mother's presence in me and that this was going to be different. And so I made it through the first trimester, which I hadn't done before, except for the two older kids. Um, And he said, well, everything looks great. You know, you can go back to work, but just be at a desk. Don't, you know, do your normal dental assistant. And he said, stay away from the nitrous oxide and all anything that could hurt this. So I did. My boss was wonderful. And um, I made it to my sixth month, and I had an abruption where everything starts to tear away. Um, So immediately, I was taken to the hospital and put in a a special unit um, where they, for, for like three hours, they couldn't find the heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Um, They had me drinking orange juice, and yes, they had stopped the bleeding and saved us, but, you know, they couldn't find the the heartbeat, and after after about four hours, uh, they found it. They found the heartbeat, Mm -hmm. and they said, now, this baby is way too too early, so you've got to, we're going to keep you here until that baby's born, so... She was born the next month and very, very early and very tiny, Um, but she she survived and she, she was very healthy. They said that she probably wouldn't be, that she could be blind from the push of the oxygen and all that stuff. And they put a breathing tube in her and she grabbed a hold of it and pulled it out. And so then they're like, she's feisty, and she's going to make it. So they put the breathing tube down, and they only needed it for the next two days. And long story short, or not quite short, but she, in in April, she will graduate with her doctorate degree. Wow. 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 And she is the most beautiful inside and out child that Mm -hmm. I, I mean. I've ever seen in my life, and I have mm-hmm. two older ones, and they agree mm-hmm. <laughs> she is so special and so driven towards she's helping um babies and and children that
2: right.
4: Right.
7: are yes. handicapped in in yeah. some way she's she's right there, and mm-hmm. that's what she's studying she's gonna mm-hmm. be doing you know occupational wow. therapy. Wow. She, she, amazing. God.
1: So, we put you in the prayer book. Um we put your do- we put your daughter in so just for continued blessings and success. If you feel comfortable, you can give us her first name, but um we just want to continue for God to shower down blessings upon her.
7: Yeah, Jessica Marie.
1: Oh, I love it. Love it. I was just hold, trying to hold back the tears, Carol, as you were telling your story. I mean, wow! But you know, it got me thinking. So many times, these children come through such such a, a difficult path, right? And they're fighting to get here, and they and they and they and so many times, the, everything's against them. But they keep they keep moving along and, and 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 developing so that they can be here. And oftentimes, those those children who now grow into adults display such uh, such beautiful qualities of. of virtue and 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 holiness and it's just incredible carol that is what a story wow you should write a book about it or have a movie or something i i have written a
7: couple of chapters but you know
1: it's it's, it's tough
7: to to write about it it's so so happy but so scary yeah. you know i still yeah. remember how scared i was and Mm-hmm. Um, when they couldn't find her heartbeat, especially because you know, I knew I knew she was a girl because they had done multiple mm-hmm. um, ultrasounds, and, and she just just amazing. She's just mm-hmm. always helped me in every way, and always mm-hmm. been very close to me, and just uh, all of us. We're mm-hmm. we're a very close family. Like I said, she she was born later, you know, mm-hmm. um, so the older kids kinda of helped me they they love her just like mm-hmm. mom and dad. I mean of course. They yeah. just they're so proud of her and wow. we we love our family. She made yeah. it amazing. Well,
1: well you're God. part of our family, the Take Two family and we've yeah. got you in the book. So thank you so much for sharing your amazing story.
0: Yeah, wow. wow. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Real quickly, I just want to yeah. mention um, tomorrow on uh, John Ed. Williams' show, um, uh, Women of Grace, it's Wacky Wednesday, every yeah. Wednesday morning at 11 Eastern Wednesdays. Time. Yeah, they talk about New Age issues. A researcher and blogger, Sue Brinkman, uh, is on the show every Wednesday to talk about wacky things that distract from the faith. Folks, don't miss it any yeah. morning, 11 Eastern Time, but especially Wacky Wednesdays on Women of Grace on EWTN Radio.
1: Sue Brinkman is, is so uh, smart, and she puts all of these this research into it, which is great. And that can all be found on uh, the women of grace website, which is fabulous for all of us. And I I just so appreciate wacky Wednesdays. It's, it's incredible. Um, Okay. We're going back to the phones and Mary is up next. And Mary's in New York on Sirius XM One Thirty. Hello, Mary, welcome to take two.
4: As some of you have said, I think it is a very important topic. I myself, um, it gets buried, and then when something like this comes up, you realize you've got to, you've got to deal with it. Um, I had three miscarriages myself. My daughter-in-law has had two. And there's two points. One is that, I don't know, people realize or haven't had them. It. It's a very traumatic event, like even physically as well as emotionally, because it comes on really fast. They usually tell you, you know, you go in, they can't find a heartbeat. They say, go home you know, and you'll deliver this baby in a couple of days. So you're home alone. It comes on very suddenly. It's very, it's just very physically traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than the birth. I have, thankfully, a lot of um, living children, but it's very hard. Um, and as for me, it was a long time ago, and they didn't do anything. People would say, well, you can have another one, or there was something wrong with the baby. You know, it's better off this way. Um and sometimes it's so early you haven't told anyone, so then you'd either have to say I was pregnant and now I'm not, which makes it awkward. So you often end up dealing with it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter and son-in-law, my daughter-in-law's son, did actually have a funeral for their baby, but I could do nothing but cry at it. it nothing sadder than this tiny little casket
0: mm-hmm.
4: walking up the church. Um, and of course, for us, like the second thing, I guess. Um, sometimes you always wonder if you did something, you know, to cause it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that makes it extra hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess, you know, with other grief, there's always good memories, but with a miscarriage, (laughs) you have hope and expectations, Mm -hmm. but no real memories to carry you through. Mm -hmm. So... When you want to say something, like I said, the person is just to say, I'm sorry, right? And like I said, some of earlier callers of that, just be there for the person, because that's really all you can do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary, you know, as you shared this, the only thing that comes to my heart right now is just to pray for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's obviously been a while since this happened, but you experienced it, your daughter-in-law, and I'm so sorry for the, you know, the flippant comments that people made to you. Well, just you know, just move on. You can have another one. Things like that. Mm-hmm. It totally disrespects the intimate bond between mother and child, and you know, so. Um, that you know, there are no words you know to to share with you right now, except to say you know you're you're still obviously this is still very very fresh in, in your mind, in your memory, and very very painful. So, I'm just going to take you and all of the people who have called and, and who are listening to this show and have experienced this into my prayers, you know, today and going forward because uh, it. Debbie, yeah, it obviously lasts, uh, it lasts a lifetime, obviously.
1: Well, and you know, Mary, I don't think there's any accident to to your call and sharing your story and Jerry responding in such a pastoral way. You know, Jerry's is a, is a seminarian. He's being trained to be ordained as a priest. And Jerry, you're going to be facing a lot of this. You're going to be mm-hmm. facing a lot of parishioners coming to you when you're, uh, God willing, a priest and, and sharing these stories from the heart that you, you just don't even know how to respond to. And I just think... I think that you know us sharing now ahead of time can really help other souls and it sounds like Mary you know you, you were willing to just put your heart right out there and just share and I, I couldn't agree with you more. I was in um um pa- uh, parish work for 25 years and the, one of the pastors i worked for he required all of the staff to go on rotation and attend all the funerals at the parish he required it so we would all take turns and and I will tell you Mary we couldn't handle it after a while because when we would see those small caskets come in of small children that had passed away it just hit us all so hard we couldn't even breathe we would go home and just squeeze our children as 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 tight as we could i mean it was it, you're right but you know I think it's important we hear this and we, it, we experience it with each other because that's what the body of Christ does and I'm just so grateful to you that you, that you really share deeply with all of us today
4: well it's funny you mentioned that Debbie I actually have a son who was born after one of the miscarriages and he's a seminarian and he has told me I need to go wow. find someone to talk about this wow. um, and he's right yeah, I know yeah. So, yeah, like you said, you know, yeah. you and, see? And, and the idea of, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. That's, it
4: is
1: exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, Mary, w- that definitely we're going to pray for you and all of your family, but in a special way for your son as well. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable giving us his first name? Because uh, we, we need to pray for seminarians. As I like to say, you know, the wolf is always at the door. So um, we, we can pray for him in a special way. Would you care to give us his first name, Mary?
2: Well, if, actually, Mary's not, not you don't my have first name to, no. either. Oh, <laughs> but I'll okay. give you his middle name.
4: No, his you, middle you name no,
0: you don't have to. Okay. You, <laughs> won't, you don't have to give any names. Like that's our our policy here. Is yes. if you're comfortable, that's all. So we'll we'll put Mary's Mary's son, the seminarian. Debbie's yeah. got him written down. I've the got book him, right in, now. And,
1: and God knows who Mary's son is. We you, 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 we got you, Mary, and 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 I and I respect that because that's important to keep if you need that privacy, and that's important. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, really really wonderful. And we always say that give your middle name, your confirmation name, and your or and um, Mary gave her uh, the middle names, which mm-hmm. is great. So God knows. Uh, real quickly, Jerry, uh, we got to go back to the phones. Is there anything else you needed to say about? Um, oh, we can't go back to the phones. It's over. Oh, I can you
0: believe it's over? We still have full full phone lines lines. Um, Can we have another hour? Dr. Ray won't mind. Yeah, Yeah, gosh, we have so many great calls coming up. Mm -hmm. Kathy and and Steve, Steve, a retired primary care physician. I wish we could get to all of you Mm -hmm. and Christy and Pearl. Please, we will will revisit this topic again soon. You all have so much to say, so many beautiful things to say on this and every topic. So Take Two family, we love you all. And um, this has been, it's one of those shows that... You have to kind of tackle once in a while, as difficult or challenging or emotional as it may be. But it's part of the human experience, and that's what we do on this show: is we take on every topic, uh, kind of every, I like to say, every nook and cranny of human human life. Debbie, we, we're not afraid to talk about. It.
1: Absolutely. So we we will definitely, we have unscripted next week. So Steve and Pearl uh, and Kathy and Christy, call back, please. Okay, yeah. so, and tomorrow we're talking about, Jerry, I need my fix, dot, yeah. dot, dot. What's your fix, guys?
0: Yeah, we all have pains and wounds and traumas in life, and there are things that we turn to sometimes to get out of that pain and kind of deal with things and just make, enable us to live life, so another heavy possibly heavy topic tomorrow we're going to talk about until then we wish you a beautiful and blessed day saints jacinto and francisco marto please pray for us god bless